Amen. Good morning, everyone. Uh, blessed on this Sunday this morning. Uh, we have uh, my part of my whole family here. <laughs> um, we have uh, Greg, Mari, and Elise that's not here at the moment. Uh, so hopefully they'll be able to uh, chime in another time and, and follow up with the with the word from this morning. And for those that We'll be able to listen to it later again. Um, I pray that the word blesses your soul, that you're able to receive from it, and that you gain something for your own personal spiritual walk. Um, this morning, we're going to be reading in the book and gospel of Matthew, starting at chapter six, as well as uh, we're going to cover a few things in the book of James, um, chapter one. We may do a little bit in chapter two, depending on the time. But uh, I'm thankful for all that are here, thankful for all that are uh, going to be able to uh, follow up, follow with us later on. So with that being said, we're going to uh, turn to Matthew 6, starting in verses 22 and 23. And I'm just going to read a, a few things and we're going to kind of as a family talk about a couple things. But the uh, direction I feel God was leading me in this morning was the clear and unclear perspective or essentially how you view things, right? Um, the, 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 the perspective of how you see things uh, will also be the result of how you respond to them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So um, again, we're going to cover a few things in that and I'm just going to read here in 22 um, where it says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore in thy eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Verse 24 sums it up and says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Um, before we uh, jump around a little bit, uh, there's a couple things that I just wanted to point out here. And uh, sometimes I, I know when I first read this, it initially confused me. I, I really didn't understand the, the emphasis on the singleness and the evilness of the eye. And I think the easiest way that I can explain that for you, you need a highlight? Yes, um. Hey guys, we're recording it so that the people can, can listen in later on, but it makes me feel constricted. So I just really want to be liberated and talk freely however I want to talk with you guys. You know, um, I, I know it's just, that's a mental thing for me, Ma, so just help me out. But <clears throat> needless to say, if you guys think about how the sun right now is being uh, uh, blocked by the clouds, right? And if you look at that as the perspective of your eye, you know, so the Bible says when your eye is clear, essentially, it says when your eye is single or clear, you know, how great is the light? So when there's no clouds out, you can see the sun all over. Right. I mean, there's the, that, say again, you can see the sun essentially no matter where you are when the, when the sky is clear. Right. Which essentially there's no clouds. But when the clouds especially form together like they are right now, like we the 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 sun is itself, you can't really see the sun directly, is blocked out, right? And this is how God is, is, is referring to your perspective. When your perspective is clouded by 
other surrounding things, it also darkens how you see other things. Does that make sense to you? When your perspective is focused and, and, and concentrated in the word, this is how you begin to view things. So it's, it's not uncommon that when you see, when you see things happen, uh, 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 um, well, yeah, when you see things happen out in the world, you can immediately revert it back to the word because this is your perspective. You see what I'm saying? So when you see things, just an example of like uh, coronavirus. coronavirus, you see, you see that happen, right? You know, you don't immediately, you know, fall into a panic. Why? Because spiritually, you know, from the word, these things are to come and, and even worse things than this. Right. So we have to be mentally prepared uh, to uh, uh, waver the storm or, or, or endure while we're in the midst of the storm and not lose lose sight or lose focus of, of what's most important. You understand? Your perspective of how you see things will, will ultimately uh, uh, initiate how you actually respond to them. Which, how, 24, yes, babe? I just, I'm, I'm a little bit confused on that I be single. So single is the clearness of how you, how you, you see things. And essentially, going back to the cloud thing, right? Let's just say I had one small cloud right here, just one small cloud, you know what I mean, versus the multitude of clouds that's blocking the sun. You see what I'm saying? Or single oh. meaning if you're if you're focused on one thing. Is that what that's meaning? Like if you focus on one single thing versus focusing on a multitude of things. We could do it in that that perspective too. Singleness being as in my my concern being what's God's thoughts and perspective on the matter versus everybody else's versus the multitude. So Bizzle said, you know, we got you so democracy, we have a we think we have a right to vote who we want God, God to be, be, right? So is that true? You know what I mean? Do we have a right to dictate to God how we feel he should be in our life, yeah. right? Do we tell God that he should be more... Uh, gracious or, or not gracious but he should show more mercy towards our sin you know what i mean like i, I if i want to be gay i don't think that god should condemn me for being gay you know because I, mean? I like men or something like that you know what i mean god forbid you know but this is how the perspective of the world is you know what i mean because they want to stick with the things that are contrary to the word of god not only do they 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 make provisions um to continue to do them you know but they change god they change God. And make it seem as though it's okay according to the God that they serve. Absolutely. They want to make sure that uh, they want everybody else's perspective to be, to be like theirs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which essentially moves God right out of the picture. Okay? He is the standing in which we, we live by. He is the, the singleness of our eye. This is how we focus. Right? On him, everything else follows after. Does that make sense? Anytime you put the other thing, you put the dark clouds in front of the word of God, your perspective becomes darkened and you don't see things clearly anymore. You understand? You, you begin to wonder why, oh, you know, oh Lord, woe is me. You know, Job's perspective began to be darkened when he started to feel, felt like, God, why did you allow all this thing, all these things to happen to me? You know what I mean? And, and, and feel as though he deserved better than the treatment that he was being treated. And God had to come in and say, well, wait a minute, Joe, who are you? 
Where were you when I, I created the heavens and the earth? Where were you when I was doing all these great, great things? Like, where were you when I created the, the, the things you considered to be great? You know, where were you? Because these things bow to me. So in, in essence, why not you? You understand? Does that make sense? Yeah. Sometimes we get that perspective to feel like I don't feel like it's fair. I want you guys as believers to take that term and pitch it out of the window. You understand? Yeah. Don't it, it ain't it ain't about being fair. It's it's because because God God is fair. You understand? He is justified in all his actions. And if something he were to allow something to happen to you, I guarantee you it was justifiable. Right? It was on purpose. And everything that God does for you is is for your purpose. It's for your good, for your benefit. Bible tells us what. All things work for the good of those who love the Lord, right? And are called according to his purpose. We can't leave that part out either. So we know that no matter what happens to us, God is doing it on purpose, right? So I want to I want you guys to jump to the book of James real quick. I say we're gonna we're gonna bounce around just a tad bit. Um the book of James, and I think I want to start with uh James 1 verses 22. Through 25. James 1 verses 22 through 25. Right? When you're there, say amen. 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 So the Bible tells us in James um, 1 22, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For any for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and go his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. Now, I would love to break this down, So, and I think that one of, um, no, that was something that AJ broke down the other day. But I do want to hear uh, you, you guys' perspective when you hear that. But be ye doers of the word. And not hearers only. What is like? What stands out for you when you when you hear that? They're not hearers only. They're not hearers only. Give me your perspective. Uh, uh, don't just listen to the word, but actually practice what it's saying and use what it what it says. For me. Oh. Good. For me, that that's uh, being don't be he just hearers and not doers. For me, it's when you hear it, examine yourself for each thing that you hear, each thing that uh, sets in from the word of God, examine me first. And then if I have a perspective on me and how I operate and the things that I do that are contrary to the word of God, then I can judge righteously based on what I know from the word of God. Um, Mom nailed that. Chris, let's get closer to the family. The little daddy sit there. Absolutely, I want to hear your take. Uh, I I just want to touch something uh, that Mom said. You you said if I examine my perspective on it, if I examine myself based off of the Word of God first, um um if I'm hearing it when I hear it, I I I examine me first from that hearing, and then I can be the doer. And therefore, after from that point, if I get it for myself, then I can judge righteously by the Word. I mean, I totally agree. I really wanted you to say the, how you said it initially the first time because I think that you just 
you hit the nail on the head with it. You know what I mean? And yeah. at that key aspect that you said of the perspective. The, the the examining the perspective of my, of myself of myself first you know what I mean what were you gonna say uh, Eric uh, the way I took it from what you said was almost how you um, said um, I think it was not last fellowship but the one before that where you said that it would almost be like if you were um, teaching us like the, the word as far as in the Bible and then you didn't like practice it on your own I did saying that came to mind for me is don't talk about it be about it so don't just tell somebody that like oh god is god is this you should be doing this that and the third but then if they were to flip it around on you you'd be the person to get mad and that's not true knowing that you fall short also amen amen i totally agree did you give your take son i just added on the ages okay did lou chris you guys have something to add <clears throat> no honey lose your attitude you understand Okay, um, yeah, so I, I think you guys all had a, a, a dynamic take on it, man. I, I, I really think that um, you, you nailed it. I really love um, Mom's, what you said, Red, just really resonated with, with me, myself. Um, um, I, I love that it says, uh, going forward in 23, um, it says, for if a man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, and, and I love the example. He said he is like a man who looks and at himself in the mirror, right? And 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 I love that it says here, it says glass or mirror. I even wrote down a couple other perspectives, like, you know, because this had to relate to what mom said, using the word as the lens, the eyeballs or the glasses. The, the, that's the perspective. The word becomes like, I can see clearer when I put my glasses on. You understand? Like without my glasses, I have a difficult time seeing. You know what I mean? I can see objects and things like that. I can see movement, all that good stuff from here to the to the TV or to the stereo. I can't see the time. You understand? But when I put my perspective on, you see what I'm saying? When I put my perspective on my glasses, things become to they begin to focus in. Like I can see now what the time is. I can see now, you know, how you know I can make out sh shapes and define them way better than what I could before. So if somebody asked me like, hey, who was in the room? And I didn't have my glasses on, you know what I mean? I was like, well, you know, I don't know, it was a figure with a lot of hair, you know what I mean, <laughs> sitting over there. I don't know what he looked like or none of that. I can't give you his features. I don't know if his eyes is open. I don't know if he's blind or not. I don't know nothing about him, you know what I mean? Because I can't really make out how he sees. That's the darkness of my eyes, you know, they, they, they don't have that type of perspective. But when you have the word of God, which is like your glasses, bless, bless you. you. When you have the word of God, which is like your your glasses, you put them on. It's kind of like wow, you know what I mean? You know, all this time, I anybody that ever worn glasses, when you first put them on, oh everybody has the same exact response. Wow, wow! I had no idea I couldn't see this clip. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what the word of God does. When you put on this different perspective of seeing things the way God sees them, you understand? When you begin to see them in, in, in that light, you begin to say, wow, I had no idea that this spiritual attack against my health, you know, or that this attack against my body was actually a spiritual attack against me. That, that, that it had nothing to do with essentially with, with you know, uh, uh, my body temperature or whatever the case. It had everything to do with, with, with the, the elements I was allowing into my house. You understand that that. I became sick because I thought I was sick. 
You understand? And that's a powerful testimony when you when you begin to realize that no, I'm I I don't stand in agreements with sickness. And you say, well, hey man, this, this dude is just talking reckless. Well, perhaps, perhaps I am, but I also have a track record to prove that I don't stand in agreements with with sickness. I also have a track record to prove that my children don't stand in agreements with sickness. You, you see what I'm saying? Because you know, like people say, knock on wood. I don't knock on wood. God is covering our family and I pray over you guys constantly that no weapon formed against you should prosper. When when sickness arrive, we, we're in this epidemic just like everybody else. AJ came home with signs and symptoms of, of the same coronavirus that's out here that's taking people out or that's causing people to be out of work and, 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 and so on and so forth. You understand? Immediately when those symptoms started to show, in my mind, I stand not in agreements with sickness. Well, he, he may be having a fever or he, he having that type of dry cough or maybe he's showing all the symptoms that this virus portrays in, 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 in other people. What the CDC and all this other good stuff is telling you to be mindful of. And as soon as we see it, it was like, I, I, I know what you're saying, but I have a different perspective of how I see it. I see it as that my son don't feel good at the moment. But I plead the blood. Do you do you, do you feel me what I'm saying? Like that's why I tell you guys you, the perspective. Of, when you change your perspective, you also change your speech. When you change your perspective, how you see things, you start to say, "I'm not sick. I'm 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 not sick." Mari put on his perspective last Thursday when he facilitated Bible study for us. He changed his perspective and said, "I'm not dumb." People say that you're not as smart as this person or you're not intelligent as this person or that you wouldn't accomplish this. You will fail. People, they talk to you like you're inadequate and and, and, and dumb and that sort of thing. And, and Mari began to, like, he didn't allow, it may have tried to begin to darken his perspective. You understand? But Mari didn't allow it to consume him to the point where he started to see God gives me hope. You understand? And when he changed his perspective, he started to change his speech and say, you know what? I am not dumb. I am not inadequate. I am going to pass. I am going to graduate. You see what I'm saying? And when that perspective changed, what happened? He graduated. Mara gets, gets in, 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 you know, uh, a confirmation, you will pass. You understand? That, that your God is able. You understand? And when he read it, this is how he took it. My God is good. My God is able. Hmm. You understand? And this is why his testimony was personal to us and he shared it and it brought him to tears because he was able to realize that, man, if I keep the perspective of God, that if my I, my focus is on him, you know what I mean? Then, then, then no matter what comes against me, you know, I can be able to see clearly through it. Absolutely. Does that make sense to you guys? So really, that's that, again, here we are. We don't want to forget the natural glass in which we are supposed to, to look in, which is the word of God. That is your perspective. So I pray that if you got a highlighted pencil, pen or anything, you want you really want to highlight that part right there because the glass is the perspective. Like Ma said uh, uh, earlier, that this is the perspective that we need to see in. And we also need to hold, like Ma said, we also need to hold ourselves accountable to that perspective. First. Don't sit there and start looking at other people, even if you're talking from a spiritual that sense. That goes of, into what you were saying the other day. Don't don't try to remove the moat out of somebody else's eye absolutely. until you get it out of your own first. Because you are no help to that person if you got it in your eye. You can't, you can't see them clear enough to be able to help them if you can't even see your own self clear. 
Absolutely. You got to take this, this speck out of your own eye. So let's let's backtrack just a tad bit. Um, when we were, brought up the, the one of the devotions that we did, the login in their own eye, I believe it was. And when uh, I, 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 I'll utilize Eric real quick because Eric probably got more flyer miles than anybody in, in, in the house. So with that being said, one of the first things they tell you when you talk when you're on a plane uh, and, and, and God forbid something were to happen. Right. Those little masks drop down from the, from the ceiling or whatever. And they tell you before you do anything else, you put your own mask on. Am I, am I tracking? They put your own mask on first before you do what? Before you help anybody else. Before you help anybody else. All right. Put your mask on first before you help anybody else. Why? Because if you don't, you ain't going to be no help to, to the person beside you. If you lose oxygen and pass out, what good are you to the person beside you? You understand? If you don't take perspective and accountability for yourself first, you are no good to the person beside you. You understand? Because if I'm trying to help you and I'm blindly going into the ditch myself, you see what I'm saying? Like, like, how am I going to tell you if me and you driving, dude, right? And I'm saying, son, keep it between the solid, solids and the dotted. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Keep it in the straight line. And I see you start to veer off to the left, but I jerk the wheel and I throw us into the ditch. How how good of like how much help was I to you? Not much. I kept you from going from the left side of the road into oncoming traffic, but I put you also in the ditch and you still ain't making no progress. You see what I'm saying? So it's important that I take accountability for myself first for you to take accountability for yourself first before you go out here trying to preach and teach somebody else something. Now, again, don't take that as as a I got to say this, my yes, love. Yes, please. I, I don't take that preach. as I, I shouldn't be out here preaching the gospel because of the... I'm not perfect. Yeah, because I'm falling right. short myself. Keep in mind, guys, there ain't nobody in this room that ain't falling short. Do you know how difficult it is to teach my children something that I'm struggling with myself? I'm still accountable to it as a man of God because I know it's still the truth. Every time I see, say something to you, trust me, it applies to me. Oftentimes, God will show me in you guys my own self. God will use you as my perspective. He was like, great, that was a good message you taught to your kid, how you, you, you chastise them and correct them from their actions. He said, now I need you to do the same. He said, because every time you say something to them, that should be a level of accountability and a level of grace and mercy. Because all these things that you're on them about is the same thing that I'm on you about. You have to set the example and set the tone in your house. How can you like 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 nobody? The whole family will be out of sync, out of melody. That there'll be like a, 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 a chaotic sound if you don't set the tone. You're the conductor to bring the, the melody in tune so that it actually sounds good. You understand? So that is actually pleasing unto God. This is a side note, and this is something I was thinking about laying in the bed. You know, my main focus for you guys is to 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 build your platform. Made me think about David, how he. And I think I'm going to do a message on that my, or a devotional, how David started the house, but Solomon finished the mm -hmm. house. My, my goal for you is to really just build your platform, your, your, your foundation. I believe that in my spirit, man, that's what God is holding me accountable to. Like, what, what's, what's my purpose? Build their foundation. Build their foundation. Build their foundation. And I pray that from that foundation, you guys will begin to build the house that represents God. You understand? In, in your own personal uniqueness. That your houses won't look the same, but but it'd be structurally sound the same. You understand? 
Like AJ may like all purple walls in his house. Duke, you may like all uh, uh brown houses of uh, uh, colors in your on your walls or whatever. You know what I mean? Everybody may have a different take of how you design the inside of the house, but structurally, structurally, everybody's house need to be built the same from the from the point of this is my foundation. You understand? Pretty much so that they can go from you can go from house to house, and that foundation doesn't change. The, the absolute the foundation don't change. The foundation doesn't change. Do I want you guys to be robots? Does God want us to be robots? No. Who wants that? Who wants that? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody wants you to like 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 these Muslims out here to to, to pray three times a day because you you're legally obligated to it in your faith. No. Nobody wants that. Sure, God wants you to be in constant communion with him, but if you got to come to me simply because it's 12 o'clock, you know what I mean, 3 o'clock or 9 o'clock in the morning, like, you know, is it really authentic? Or are you doing it out of out of force of habit? I want a relationship with you where no matter what time of the day is, you can come to me. You understand? I, I want a relationship with you where you can cry out to me if it's 3 a.m., and, and 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 to to God, it's the same type of relation uh, time frame as if it was three p.m. He don't care. He wants the relationship where there's no boundaries with us. This is why Jesus told. Stick with me. This is why Jesus told the the Pharisees that he said, "I am Lord over the Sabbath." You're sitting here worried about one day. Did you go to church? Did you do it this way? Did you dress up? Did you, did you listen to this type of music? Did you do this? Did you do that in the third? And, and, and God said, you you missing the whole point. Yes, these are foundational platforms. That, like, don't, don't, don't lose sight of your foundational principles. But if you sitting here chastising me because I don't have a, a, a picture of the Last Supper on my wall, you know what I mean, that I can't be holy or I, I can't be, you know, a, a representation of Christ because my walls ain't filled with paintings of, of, of this False looking Jesus anyway. You know what I mean? Like, like don't, don't come at me like that. I know where my foundation lies. That's why I don't care what type of arena, what kind of platform, I don't care what type of environment you put me in with some of the most respected men of God, with some of the least respected men of God. I'm not going to change how I feel. You're not going to make me believe something that ain't real. I know this through and through. I know I, I know it through and through. You can't take it from me. Not, not, a, soul, not a soul alive can take it from me. You understand? Or dead for that matter, because I believe it to be true. And that's what I need from you guys, for you to believe it to be true. When that becomes your platform, man, I'm trying to tell you, when that becomes your platform and those glasses come on, it's a difference between actually built like actually building the house and, and designing the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like when, when you when when you got the blueprints to this house, you ever see like have you guys ever actually seen blueprints to a house? Mm -hmm. Anybody nobody ever seen that? Uh -huh. It looks like Chinese. Mm -hmm. You understand? And, and, and no disrespect to my Chinese people. Nah, I was playing Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but literally, it, it's, it's, it's difficult to read and understand. Mm -hmm. If you don't know anything about building a house. You know what I mean? Uh, you can but, make out the shapes. but Yeah. But when you understand the blueprints, when you understand, you know, how to read those things, where what's what, you know what I mean? You can see it just like in the Matrix, like when those lines was coming down. Neil can he's like, man, they just like lines to me. And the dude was like, nah, I see just as clear as day. This is a person, and they eating here, and they doing this, that, and the third. This is how he see it. That's because the perspective was different. So I don't want you to lose sight of that. You had a statement or a question. I was just going to say, I, I, I find it crazy that people really try to change your your thought about about something 
you that you're passionate about. Like we're talking about my my father here. You can't tell me what what he does and say say he's wrong in a lot of these situations because it's just not true. I just find it crazy that people really really try to change their thought on that. You, you you're absolutely right that that. Uh, anybody ever heard the, the statement "Misery loves company"? Mm-hmm. Ever heard that? You don't understand why? Nobody wants to be sad and depressed alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody. Not wants only to... that, some people don't. They don't want to the the their faults that they're in, the 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 guilt that they feel. They don't want to feel alone. They want to be able to point the finger at somebody else and say, more accurate, "You yes. know, uh, well, your your father's this, that, and the third. But don't share their secrets. Don't share how how terrible of a parent they were. They don't want to share that. And anybody that can go around and talk about somebody else's parent and not know the relationship that you have with that parent is because they they have something that they got on the inside that they're trying to keep hidden, but they want to make themselves feel better about it. Mm. So it's all about themselves. It's not about you or the person that they're even talking about. It's about them and the guilt that they feel. I, I, I agree a thousand percent. And the same thing with our God. It's, it's about that guilt and the sin that they're in when they try to make you feel as though you in a cult or, you know, the way y'all believe is just y'all just doing too much. This is too extra. You can't tell me that I'm too extra or that I'm in a cult or how I love my God is, is too much or, you know, I, I don't do all that because you don't know what he's done for me. Absolutely. Things that he's done for me that don't nobody even know that he's done for me. Things that he's done for me just this morning to get my mind right. To, to be able to get up this morning. You don't you don't know my personal relationship with my earthly father, my heavenly father, for you to be able to speak on, period. You're absolutely right. We don't even go about that. Right. You're absolutely right, man. You know, I think that those, this is important, especially as believers, man. It, it, this gives you a guide to how you minister to people, how you help people, right? When you remember for yourself, you're holding, holding yourself accountable. When, like when when you start to the the speak on something in somebody else's life, you say, "Wait a minute, let me make sure, not to see that if I haven't done it, just regardless if I did or didn't, what kind of compassion would I want God to show me?" Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like before I sit there and tear this person down, let me be mindful. Like you know, I could have done so much damage, you know, from a uh, being in a position that I'm in as a father. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as a as a husband, I could have done so much damage by literally tearing down, you know, other people, and letting that be my family's perspective. Like if I think that you know this person is great, let's let's pick on Trump. If I think Trump is great, I have I have I have a, a, a position that I can influence everybody in my house that we all vote for Trump. So that is, my one vote can turn into ten. You see that? So, but, 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 but I don't, I don't, I don't lead in that capacity, that capacity. You understand? My perspective is, is like, this is, this is how I view things. And this is how it aligns to my faith. And this is how I come to this conclusion or whatever the case, whether I dislike Trump or, 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 or loving, you know what I'm saying? And I teach you guys to, to be able to measure and discern for yourself in the same manner. You know, does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want us also to, 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 to keep in mind when, when, People are trying to express their views on you, you know. Uh, again, this is the discerner, the, the word of God that we have uh, to, to, to kind of filter out 
what's real, right. what's not. Yeah, filter out the crap. What's real and what's what's not real. You understand? You may not like. Uh, Women's just say, eat the meat, spit out the bone. Eat the meat, spit out the bones. <laughs> you know, uh, so I don't go too 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 far on, on that tangent. But I I want us to understand that it's really a, a, a clearly about our own personal perspective, uh, uh, not our own personal perspective, but it's uh, it's about the perspective that which we see things in. And that perspective has to be through the word of God. That has to be the lens. That has to be the glass. It has to be the mirror in which we see things. And when we take that, uh, we have to be accountable to it first ourselves. And then uh, we can go out and be helpful to somebody else. Keeping in mind that uh, as we're keeping ourselves a- a- accountable for it, uh, the Bible tells us, um, in 24 it says, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway or immediately forgetteth the manner of man he was. Right. So, uh, what's one way that we cannot forget this perspective? How do, how do we, how do we keep this perspective? Continuing the word. Continuing the word. Take constant. Constantly. Consistent. Consistently. Same, continue, constantly. It, 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 uh, uh, and I don't, I me mean, personally, I don't think that I always have to have my Bible open in my face <coughs> constantly. It's a constant, it's a constant thought process for me. Like, throughout the day, throughout life, period, everywhere you go, everything you do, is it has to be a consistent forethought. It has to be your, and that's my prayer, Lord, and even for my children, Lord, let your will be my my first what I seek first. Amen. Let your will what they seek first. When something comes up against me, let me let me not turn to my own understanding, but to yours first and foremost. You know, and if I choose to ignore that, then that's on me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Amen. Uh, you, you don't need your Bible twenty four seven. Or simply, um, you know it. Or you shouldn't have to need your Bible twenty four seven. You know what I mean? To like, you know, like, like, let me t- open this up and see if I can find this. Now, if that that's what you need, I wouldn't d- discourage it. Mm-hmm. But, but the Bible says in twenty three, if any man be a what, a hearer, hearer. So, so I think that we could take from that that we we need to be receptive to the word. Mom saying being sensitive to the spirit by saying that you know God is operating everything that we simply do, like every every aspect of our life. God is involved and God is there. And he's present. You understand? Even when you have those disgusting thoughts that that lead you to to sin against your own body, God is there. He's he's right there with you. It's, there's no place that you're not going to a secret place in your mind, in your room, or in your home. Where God is not there and he's not witnessing the same action that nailed him to the cross in the first place so that Mm. you could be free from it. He's there. So I want to make sure that that's clear. But we have to be receptive to the truth. That means that we have to hear the word. You're not going to sit here and tell me that, like, if I wanted you to learn the song to to Bizzle's new new track that just came out and you listen to it once on Sunday, but you listen to nothing but filth Monday through Mm. Saturday, you, you know what I mean? Like... I, I would that. understand why you don't know the words yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can understand why, like you, 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 you don't know none of the song, the words to the to, to the lyrics or whatever, because you, you haven't fed yourself with it. You understand? You fed yourself with everything else. I was sharing with uh, uh, a couple that um, we loved yesterday. That if when you look at it like this, how big do you want your house to be? Right. That's 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 gonna be up to you. How big do you want the house to be, right? 
because how big you want the house to be is going to determine how much resource are you willing to pour into it. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, so, so if, if I want to build me uh, a small house, maybe something like a, like a shed, do you think that I would buy the same material that I would for, for our home that I, and, and use the exact same for, for the shed? I have more than what I need. Am I right? Mm -hmm. So uh, again, when you look at it, how much are you willing to pour into your own relationship with God? How much, how much God do you want? Because he'll give you as much as you can handle. How much of God do you actually want? That would determine how much you're willing to pour into the relationship, how much you're willing to sacrifice for the relationship. How much are you willing to, to, to yield yourself to his will? That's how much you can get from, from God. You understand? That plus more. But you got to be willing to, to, to yield to him first. You have to be willing to pour into your relationship first. Does that make sense? Yeah, and um, I, I want to close us out with this. Can we go to James chapter 2? James chapter 2, just the next page over. We're going to start at verse 14. Yours is the next page, baby. Is James, James chapter, chapter 2. two. two. Starting at verse 14, Christian. You there? James chapter 2, 14. James chapter 2, 14. We all there? I want to read this. Uh, let me get there. It says, What do it profit, my brethren, though a man say he have faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not the things which they, they need for the body, what do it profit? Even so, faith, if it have not works, is what? Dead. Dead, being alone. Yea. Let me stop right there. Well, I got to read this. I love this part. He says, Yea, a man say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith. Show me your faith without works. I will show you my faith by my works. Mm. Thou believest that there is one God. He says, you do well. The devils also believe and they tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Is he really driving his faith without works is dead home? He says, was not Abraham, our father, justified by works when he offered Isaac, his son, upon the altar? This is important. You got to understand this. This is him giving an example. He says, seest thou how faith wroth with the works, how it operated, coincide with the works? And by works was faith made perfect. The Bible says, and the scripture was fulfilled, which saith Abraham, believed God, and it was imputed to him, right? Un imputed to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Ye see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith, faith alone. Likewise, also was Rahab the harlot justified by works when she received the messengers. And had sent them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Man, I know I read you guys a lot. But the emphasis of, of, of this, this, this entire portion we read is what? Faith without works. Faith without works. Faith without works, right? I don't get that. So, so... Let's break that down. Who, somebody can give me an example, or, or not a necessarily an example. Just give me your take on the faith without works aspect. I can give one for Chris. Chris, your, your faith uh, with works. Like, 
if I say I got a headache, what do you do? You say, mommy, let me pray for you. Instead of saying, well, I believe that you can be okay. You know, your works is, your your faith is, uh, I believe that if I pray for you, it's going to work. Your works is actually praying for me. Laying your hands and praying. And then 20 minutes later, you come, you okay? Yep, I feel better. Faith without works. Whenever you, you put your faith into play to say, I believe that God says, that you'll be healed in his name. And then not just saying, I'll pray for you, but don't really pray for me. That's 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 faith without works because it's, it's dead. It does nothing. But if you say, let me pray for you because God says you'll be healed. And I believe that. That's that's your faith with your works. You believe it. And then you also do something about it. Mm. Make sense? Awesome. Awesome uh, breakdown and analogy, my. Who else got something to add to the faith without words? AJ, you were talking about it the other day. I'd love to hear your perspective on it. That was Amari. Yep. Was it? Yes, mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I still love to hear your perspective on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's no point in just believing if you don't do something to achieve what you believe in. Say it again. There's no point of believing if you don't do something to achieve in what you believe in. Oh, my God. That... I love that. You know what I mean? Like that 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 is that is stupid dope, man. Like you you're absolutely right. How can you have all these hopes and dreams but do nothing to pursue them? Hmm. Man, I perceive myself as being a millionaire. But you sit there and hold your balls all day watching TV. You know what I mean? I mean like what are you doing? Like, like I said it cuz it's true. Like like uh, like, like seriously. Like I, man, I, I I just I just need a vacation. First you need a job. Right? Am I right? I mean, like, like, man, I, I, you know, man, I just wish, you know, that my my relationship would get better. But do something about it. I, I don't like how they're treating me. Would you start treating them better? You understand? Like, the, the, you know, the root of that problem is is the selfishness. You know what I'm saying? I love how and I'm, James said this part here, uh, and you guys really, really uh, harped on it. He says. Uh, if 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 one of you say unto them, no, I'm sorry, he said, if a brother or sister mm. be naked and destitute of daily food, right? Mm-hmm. Now we can take that and say, if a person that we know, a person that's in need in any capacity, uh, be in need of whatever, uh, he said of of of, of clothes and food, right? Mm-hmm. Clothes and food, and we say, you know what? I feel you, and I'm gonna pray for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna I'm gonna pray that. That God would do something to intervene in your life. And, you know, and it sounds so beautiful and eloquent, right? And I'm not telling you that prayer doesn't work. Because the Bible also teaches us the same book that the effectual, effectual fervent prayer, prayer of a righteous man does they what? Availeth much. much. We know that prayer works. That ain't what I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you that you got to be able to see from God's perspective. You may be the, the response blessing. to the prayer. Mm-hmm. God says, yeah, you you absolutely right. Pray for them. Now I've activated something in you that has substance for them. We have. I gave you more than enough because now I reason why because they're without. They have less than nothing. You have more than enough. Don't the math add up for you? Bless them. We have a friend uh, like that, Kendra. Kendra Absolutely, Kendra and Anthony. Sis just called us and asked if we needed anything. She never ever says y'all all right, and if you say no, she she. 
I'm gonna be praying for she, you. No, she, she said y'all alright. Immediately, what you need? And sometimes need she forces chickens. it on you. Yeah, we need a couple chickens. She, if you think she won't show up with a couple chickens, you alive. We hour, know for the she do it. A couple, a couple whole, of whole chickens, chickens. And clucking and everything. Whatever you, you know need, what I'm saying? Whatever, she gonna, whatever, she gonna hold us that. But I'm simply she saying has, she that's does. a perfect example of faith and works. Mm-hmm. It's not only telling somebody, "Hey, God is good." Demonstrate for us. How do I know that if, if we're supposed to go out as a family and we all rocking the same t-shirt, pray for me, right? And we out and we out here trying to pray for people. Don't be out here trying to pray for people, laying hands on people if we don't believe in the God that we serve. If we don't believe that he's an actual a God that, that does the things that we ask of him, not that he's our personal genie. It's the fact that we're out here commissioned to do this, do his will. To, to lay hands on the sick and that they recover, to pray for the, the for the brokenhearted, to 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 be in a position why this is why you know the, the Bible tells us that the, the meek and the poor shall inherit the earth. And, 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 and I'm not telling you that having things are bad. I'm simply telling you that don't resources seek. don't let resources become your God. You understand? Nothing that you have ha, uh there was a movie called Heat. It's an old movie with Robert De Niro Al Pacino. In the movie, he said, I never get, the bad guy said, I never get so close to anything that I can't leave within 60 seconds. Mm. That way they can't, they, like, that's why I never get caught. I ain't got that type of attachment to nothing. You understand? Mm-hmm. That was a cold line. Smooth for all the thugs. Like, man, that's some cool stuff. But, but you look at it from a different perspective, right? Don't get so attached to nothing that you can't leave it behind. Because you're going to leave it behind. You ain't got no choice. You understand? Don't be so attached to something that it bounds you, it binds you here to this earth, or that that you just you simply. I'm talking about even in relationships. Don't don't allow a, a person to hinder you from your growth in Christ. You understand? Man, that is not me telling anybody that you should leave the person. Like that was the sign I needed, Lord. That I need to uh-huh. leave this person. That is not what I'm saying at all. Because pro- you probably ain't looking through a godly perspective. You know what I mean? I'm simply telling you, don't let anything or anyone hinder you from your growth in Christ. That's the bottom line. That's what it's all about. You understand? And sometimes you got to be able to hold yourself accountable before you start talking about the, the ending the relationship. Because you may be the problem. And you mess around and go into a new relationship with the same issues and, and never resolve it. You understand? So you find yourself in a cycle and, and years later wondering why things haven't changed. You understand? Because you're the common denominator. You're the factor in every relationship. You understand? So I just wanted to make sure I, I, I pointed that out and that, that was clear as, as well. But um, we were closing out with this... Uh, uh, faith and works and saying how if we don't uh, operate in, in like operating in one should automatically cause us to operate in the other. If I say that I have faith, that I also should show that there's evidence to my faith. Understand that works solidifies your faith. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That that if I say that I have faith, there should be some evidence to say, how do I know you? Show me the faith. Show me the faith. Where is that, that applicable? And if I say that I, I, I have works, then show me by your faith. You know what I mean? Like, where is your faith uh, applicable or uh, visible? How is your faith visible in your works? Does that make sense? Yes. And, 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 and you guys don't have to come here. I'm going to just read this real quick. This is in Matthew 9, and we're going to finish and close out. This is Matthew 9. But this says... Uh, uh, in verse... 
I mean, Matthew chapter nine, verse 27. And when Jesus departed, then two blind men followed him, crying and saying, thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him and Jesus said unto them, believe ye that I am able to do this or to say, do you believe that I am able to do this? They said unto him, yes, Lord. Then touched, his, then touched he their eyes saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. And the Bible says, and their eyes were open and Jesus straightly charged them saying, see that no man know it. Uh, uh, two things I want to say, three things I want to point out. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said, yes, according to your faith, be it unto you. And immediately their eyes were open. What am I trying to get to get you to understand? Unless according you're, to your faith. No, sorry. Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, unless your faith is activated. Your blessings remain deactivated. Okay? If 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 I want you to, to 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 take that nugget, hold on to it, and remember it that unless your faith is activated, your your blessings remain deactivated. If they didn't believe to the point that they believe that Jesus would be able to heal their eyes and give them back their sight, they would have remained what? Blind. Blind. They'd have remained in darkness. You understand? If you don't believe or you don't utilize the perspective, the word of God, you understand there's, 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 you understand that if I don't continue to wear glasses, if I don't get lazy done to my eyeballs, my eyesight will never change. You understand? 10 years from now, if anything, my eyesight might even get worse. You understand? Like I will remain in this darkness or, or unclear perspective for the duration. That like, nothing I'm doing, I can eat all the carrots I want in the world, ain't then gonna change the fact that my eyesight, like I can't see that well. You understand? Yeah. It's been this way since a child, but I, but I promise you, if I if I continue to wear these, if I continue to use this as my perspective. I can see just as clear as day. You understand? I can I can see that things things are are, are now brought into a, a clearer focus for me for so that I can understand. And I want you guys to take away that same internal perspective that it has to be God's point of view on the matter, not yours. Your point of view is equivalent to not wearing the glasses or being in darkness or the blind man. You can still function. You can still function. I'm not saying that that's like I'm not arguing anybody about that. You can still function. But but how well do you think a blind man would function in the room versus someone with sight? He's bound to be bumping into things, falling down steps, and you know, definitely can't use the stove. He don't know what nothing. He don't know what anything is. Am I right? Yes, I mean, so like he he potentially could starve to death. Does that make sense? Mess around eating dog food could Think that's the only food he can get to. You know what I mean? It's on the floor. <laughs> I, I, I'm simply saying that's not the perspective that you want to remain in. Why would you utilize or or, or or stay in darkness when God is offering you light? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's all I have for us today. I would love to get y'all take and perspective on it and just, you know, let me know what you receive. And um, yeah, anybody can start. Lulu?
Do you, I need to come back to you? Yes. I'll come back to you. Um, my mom said God woke us up today. Mm-hmm. That stood out to me because like when he died on the cross and he came back, if he didn't come back, then we would never be here right now. We wouldn't be here right now? Yes, sir. There would be no hope for us if he didn't come back. That's, that's what that boiled down to. That You know, um, whatever hopes uh, of, of eternity, you know, would be lost to us. Um, so you're right. What if, if he hadn't did what he did, we would we would really be in a bad <laughs> predicament. So I'm glad that that's what you received and that stood out for you. Okay. Hey Amen. Who else? You got you know now. Yes. Sir. All right. I got to trust God. To trust God. Yes. Sir. Why did that stand out for you? Mm-hmm. Then, then her headache went away because we trusted God. You trusted God. And what He was trying to do. Absolutely, and that's the bottom line. You, 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 you actually, you nailed it, baby girl. That's what it's about. You know, if if you trust God, then you have faith that He's going to do what He said He He would do, that He's able to do, and and that's what we believe. And and no matter what nobody else says, no matter what opposition or scary things that come up against us, we still believe. We have to, baby girl. It's like life. You know, if if if, if we don't then 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 everything else doesn't matter. Nothing nothing else matters. It, it has to be the word of God that we believe and that, that we, we we know is true. Okay? Good job, boo. Who's next? No matter. I got the um like don't believe or don't hope for something if I don't believe that God is capable of doing it like don't wish for a blessing but then second think God's ability to be able to Mm. give it to me man I I received that as well man I mean I mean that I I, I love that you said that Uh, do you find yourself doing that often yes sir do you know why? I don't. I just. So how does this change your perspective? Like, like you know, because it sounds really well put how you said it, but like, how does this change your perspective now? Uh, it will keep my mind from thinking negative things, I guess. From doubting, from yeah. the doubt. I like that. That's good stuff. I got to change my perspective on things. Change your perspective on things. Yeah. Give me a little bit more. Like, um, I don't know. Like, I guess you could tie it into faith without works today. Because mm. without one or the other, then I guess your perspective will be clouded. And so with both, then you, it's like you can see the sun clearly. So, mm. like, to change your perspective is to remove the, like, like to put the two together, the faith and works. Amen. Amen. I like that. That's good. That's good. Good money, man. Uh, change, change your perspective. I think that should be all of our perspective. Um, I mean, all of our mindsets to, to change from, from a sense of how we view things as being right and wrong versus, you know, like how God says it is, you know what I mean? 
it, it keeps us in a position where we're not being judgmental in which we, we you know, a lot of us do, you know, even myself, I'm holding accountable. You know, I, I tend to do that, you know, primarily with my wife because it's, it's pillow talk for us, but it, I ain't saying it's right. I'm just saying, you know, she'll probably hear me being more judgmental than anybody else, you know? So, um, uh, but yeah, I, I love that. I need to change my perspective as well. So that even our pillow talk is, is different that we not in the but sense it's of funny, it, it's stop my, okay, sorry. You know so, but yeah, sorry. uh, again, we, 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 we do that and it's not necessarily right. I just know that she understands where I'm coming from, that it may not be from a place of hate, but at the same time, or maliciousness, but it's still, that's not God's perspective on the matter. We, we need to keep that, that perspective at all time. Like I was telling you guys, if I'm feeding myself, you know, ungodliness throughout the week, I can't be surprised when ungodliness shows up periodically. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Good stuff. E? Biggest thing that stood out to me was what um, AJ said. Mm-hmm. No point in believing something if you're not going to do anything to achieve. No point in believing if you're not going to do anything to achieve. Like, give me, give, I, I, I told her, uh, receptive to what you said. Give, give me a little bit more. Like, wh- why did that stand out so much for you? two coaches that was ready to talk to you and you didn't even play varsity yet. Mm. And I was like, I didn't even, he's like, I didn't even know. He, he was like, you didn't have to know. He was like, he was like I wasn't going to force you to do something that you didn't want to do. And he was like, if you, if you really wanted to do that, you could. And then, that's what led me back to what AJ said is, I, for the longest time, I always wanted to go to school, but I wanted to go to school to play sports. And then, I was saying that, but the extra work outside of practice, I wasn't doing on my own. Mm. So, seeing some of my friends that actually did go D one, they they were they weren't just having going to practice and then chilling out on the weekends. These dudes are going back up to the school, constantly putting that work seven in seven on seven on the field on their own, not with no coaches watching, but just doing it on their own. But they, they they're looking at it as like this is just something to do. It's fun mm. at the same time they're working. You, I'm glad you said that because uh, the 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 perspective is, or, or like what I'm t- receiving from you, is something that you wanted, but you wanted on your own terms. You know what I mean? Like you wanted to go to school, but you wanted to go for sports. You know, and I also want to tell you that, uh, and 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 this is hope for anybody that that can hear. Um, if you're still alive. You haven't. You may miss a opportunity. You haven't missed your only opportunity. You understand? Understand that whatever God has purposed for you, the Bible says that He will complete. I love that. It's such a hopeful uh, scripture where He says He will. You know, He whatever He began in you, whatever good work He began in you, He will complete. You understand? Which means that 
uh, the, the, that window may have closed for you. You know what I'm saying? But God, it, 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 like the door isn't shut and God will create another opportunity um, if it's in his will for you to pursue going to school for whatever whatever reason under whatever other guidelines. You understand? It's all about God's will. And that's that, that's what you guys have to remember. You understand? Uh, you know how many times people go to school and change that major once they get there? It, it, it happens. That's what they tell you, like, on the Whatever you initially start off with is not always what the, what you end up with. You understand? And uh, I went to school for early childhood education. Well, you did a good one because you're still in the early childhood Exactly. <laughs> I got a house full of them, but I'm in the medical field now. So, But, uh, you know, but needless to say, uh, you know, and, and, and I as well, I had, a, I had a different view for my life. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to say what that, my view was. It was hurtful. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, I just had a different view for my life. I didn't see it panning out this way. He said it was hurtful. I knew yeah. exactly what it was. I, Dad was the most selfish individual uh, that you guys will ever meet. Just point blank, period. I, you know, and, and, and the reason why I... Uh, you know, despite, and you guys are here with us, you know what I mean? Despite what mom and I go through, uh, this is by far humanly the only only human relationship I've ever had that I respected that much. You understand? Uh, I, I'm just, I, I was just extremely selfish. I, all I wanted was to, 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 to do it up. I wanted to live life extravagantly, whatever whatever suited me. You know what I'm saying? Now, think about if dad kept that perspective now, how how unbeneficial that would be for anybody in this house. What's you understand? The relationship you, hmm? you said the relationship you only respected. This... Yes, mom. That's so sweet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mom thinking about <laughs> Paul hey. Patton. No. Nah, why why you got to bring her it up, was though? It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. What do you want? Make fight at wedding? <laughs> all right so uh yeah um i hope that you're receiving that man that that it gives you hope you know what i mean don't be discouraged that that opportunity closed for you you know what i'm saying uh because we, we serve a god uh who who opens up and, and he creates opportunities you know what i mean mm-hmm. like he, he things that that positions that didn't even exist god makes you know like your your mom has a position now that they don't even have on file on record to say like this is you know we this is a this position is you can have in another nope. another hospital it, you know they make positions they they just create one and say we're gonna pay you this because this is one that we created we can't even justify it you know what I mean you know what I mean it, but this <laughs> is this, this is what I'm trying to tell you man the favor of God that operates in your life there's you know mom mentioned that the, the position that she has she you know most people would have to have. Two or three degrees just just to operate there, but God says I don't need you to have degree. I need you to I need you to to yield under my will, because I will place you where I need you to be. How many know that 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 David didn't come from royalty? Mm. If anything, he was the least of all of his brothers, and and, 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 and became to go king. from the oldest down. Yeah, and he didn't. look at Joseph. You know what I'm saying? Like he. He was put in a position where he was ruling and had to come from uh, 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 a, a lot of adversity before he got there. And he I'm, was second to youngest. 
He he actually was at the time. He was the youngest, wasn't he? Was was Benjamin born? Oh, uh, he might have been. But uh-huh. that's for the Bible scholars. We 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 Google it, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, Ma, share your perspective. Okay, so what I received was um, a lot of what you guys already shared, but um, that tying in from the last fellowship into this one, that moat in my own eye before I see it in someone else's or seeing it in someone else's and then examining myself um, before I make judgment or say a word or... Um, you know, even make judgment within myself, you know, on someone else. I just see that, uh, one, that, that if, if I see it, God sees it, you know, he sees all, he knows all, and there's no, he didn't, he didn't put me in that place to be ruler or judger or the judge. That's, that's not my place. He did put me here to do a job and, I need, I, I want to seek that job that he has put me here to do, um, to have that joy and to be able to spread that joy, regardless of what other people are going through or what other people have said or how they may feel about me or about my God, even it, it doesn't matter. I can't put myself in their shoes. Neither can they put themselves in my own, in, in my shoes. Um, so Pretty much that's that's just what I've taken is to believe and know that God has put me here for a purpose. And if I if I believe that, then I I need to put it into action and not stand idly by and watch. Amen. Amen. I totally agree. Uh thank you for sharing your your your, your take on it, Ma. Uh, just 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 to, to close, uh, I myself I appreciate all of you guys sharing what you what you did, and I pray if anybody else uh, hears today's message that they would share a voice message or a text message, uh, just in response to what you was able to receive as well. Um, uh, this is something that I will probably eat on for the whole week. You know what I mean? Because it was so much. Um, I know I gave you guys a lot, and I pray that you would do the same, man. Don't 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 take this as a one. Uh, hit a quitter, you know what I mean? That that you heard it today, and that's all you need. Like this is what the food is. Like you, anybody ever? Had, we all ate, ate leftovers before, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes leftovers be just as good as they did the day we had them, right? Mm-hmm. You know. And I want you to consider this as a, a a a meal prepared that you can have leftovers for, man. You could you come tomorrow, day after that, day after that. You know what I mean? You can eat on this word and be filled. You understand? The Bible tells us that that we we got to be hearers of the word, right? And not doers only. And if you if you're not hearing the word, if you're not studying the word, if you're not going back to your word, then again, how can you be a doer? How how are you being a doer? The the, the, the hearing it is the, the 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 motivation that the re-energizes you that, that that keeps you driving, that keeps you going. It's the it's the gas in the in the car that keeps you moving. You understand? So remember that. Don't go so long that you run on empty and then you got to fill it all the way back up. You know, you guys don't eat once a day, do you? No, you, you don't. Would. Me too. You're killing it. But uh, um, yes, uh, I thank God that we can feed you guys. But I just, you know, I could do something else with that money. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, I thank everybody for being attentive. I thank everybody for sharing. 
thank God for your testimonies. I pray that everybody is able to hear and receive, uh, was able to take something away for their own uh, personal walk. And I just want to pray and close us out. Uh, if we all could just uh, uh, take a moment to reflect on God. Heavenly Father, we come before you to lift your name, to give you all honor and glory. We say, Lord, there's none like you and we love you with our whole heart. I pray that you would uh, bless the hearers of this word today, Father God, and that it will go forth and do a change in their life, Father God. Help them to take on the perspective of you. Help us to see things in the manner in which you see them, Father God, that we may be able to assert ourselves and how we should respond. And Lord God, help us to see our enemy for what he is, the deceptor and deceiver that he is, Lord God, that we may be able to speak the truth against those lies that are uh, hurled against us, Father Lord, I pray for your covering over my family, Lord God. I plead the blood of the Lamb over their life, that no weapon formed against them should prosper. I plead the blood of the Lamb over every hearer of this word, Father God. I pray the blood of the blood of Jesus over every believer in Jesus Christ, Lord God, that you will cover and protect us, Lord God, against the, the naysayers and the the uh, people that oppose you, Lord God, in your kingdom. I pray, Father God, that you equip us to 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 be soldiers in this, this warfare, Lord God, that we'll be forever. Uh, uh, steadfast, ever abounding in faith. Help us to stand fast on that on on the foundation that you set for us. And I pray that the 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 homes that my my family build, Lord God, figuratively and literally, are those that reflect you, Father God. Uh, I thank you for them. I thank you for the position you placed me in in their lives, and I honor it, Father God. I I, I don't take it lightly. I pray that you would help me to be a better father, a better husband, Lord God, a better friend, a better brother a better mentor, leader, Father God, for whoever I may be able to be in contact with. And we lift you up and give you all glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.